Dubai, Chicago, Illinois, <coughs> Chicago, <coughs> New York City, Boston, Massachusetts, Denver, Colorado, uh, Moscow, Russia, <laughs> Tehran, Iran, uh, San Francisco, Puerto Rico, Indiana, and Kenton, Missouri. Welcome to Lunch with the Missouri Bay Team of Commerce for January the 4th, 2020. My name is Aaron Folks, your host and creator, along with Reverend Lyles. Uh, and today we we afford to have the general manager in the house. Uh, I call him Brother Scott, but uh, we call him Papa Bear. We got good names for him, but he call he answers. <laughs> He's sitting in today with us for a little while here, and we broadcast in beautiful Ferguson, Missouri, on FergusonUSAHotTalkRadio.com at the Greater Timberwatch Family Trees Complex. And today uh, we got a lot to go and talk about. And first, we're going to get Papa Bear. We're going to get the general manager on here shortly. But first of all, we got to have our prayer. And then we're going to deviate a little bit of the program to get him, get him in here because some things we'll him discuss with us to discuss. You need to hear about com. Happy New Year's. Reverend Niles, how was New Year? Fine. You always said fine. What, what, what did you do? On, what did you eat on, on New Year's Day? Every day is fine to me. Yeah, I know it is, brother. I ain't choice. I don't have no pride. I eat whatever I want to eat. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and I know your wife loves to cook, too. Oh, yeah, she do. And she's a beautiful young lady. Okay, so anyway, so we uh, right now okay, we're into a new year rev, and uh, a lot is taking place. A lot is going on. So, what kind of what's the prayer for, for today? Uh, we continue to talk about uh, being born again. Okay, and you just say be born again to a new year, and so that's a whole new thing. So, talk to us about it. Well, it's a walk. The walk is living what you believe in and you become uh, when you believe the death burial resurrection of Jesus Christ you become a light of the world okay 
So what is the prayer? Let's hear your prayer for today. Let's bow our head. Heavenly Father, we give thanks for your wonderful gospel, how that Christ died for our sin, was buried, and rose again. By continuing believing to the saving of the soul, continues to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless all the people in the universe, saved and unsaved. The saved that they are saved, the unsaved how to be saved. And Heavenly Father, we know everything is in your hand. We just ask you to bless the sick, Heavenly Father. There's a lot of sick people out here, Heavenly Father. And we know you know all things. You can do everything but fail. So Lord, we ask you to bless those people, those that are sick and don't know you, that they come to know you by continuing to believe the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ all over the universe. And Heavenly Father, we just thank you for that in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Well, Rev, we thank you for that prayer, you know, and I know it's one of those prayers that, you know, uh, our universe, we got a lot going on, too much going on right now to be, you know, to be, you know, to be, you know, to be, you know, comfortable with it, to be honest with you. So right now, can I ask you to have a, this is not usually what I ask, but a special prayer for around the world right now, because right now we go to a new, a new and different scenario with our country and with our ranch, you know, man. All right, Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless each and every individual around the world. Heavenly Father, you know all people, no matter who they are, what they are, where they are. And we know that you could cure everything, Heavenly Father. That's why it's so important for everyone to believe in you, how that you died for their sins, was buried and rose again. And Heavenly Father, most people don't understand that when you're in Christ, you are going to be persecuted. A lot of people don't know that. But you can be persecuted and still he always make a way for you to escape. So if you people know that out there and you make a way of escape, he know how much you can bear. And whatever in your family, what's going on, he's the answer to it. All prayers all over the universe. And we just thank him for that. And most of all, we thank you for his Holy Spirit that convicts all the spirit out there in the universe that he's God and who he is. And we give great thanks for that in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Hey, Rev, I thank you for that, okay? Because right now, you know, uh, again, uh, you know, we're talking about it in our news stretch, but right now, uh, uh, you know, since we are moving things around today a little bit here, and because I said we got our general manager, uh, Scott Owens, with us. And first of all, um, as I said, the last couple of weeks, so we, we give him a lot of uh, 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 prayers, a lot of thank yous and thank yous and thank yous, or kudos, whatever you want to call them, for putting the station back on the air. We're really now a digital station, uh, whereas now we are really an internet station, uh, internet radio station now, and uh, even as we're speaking now, uh, he is clicking on buttons <laughs> to make sure that we, whether we're coming across properly and you stayed around today, but I'm going to ask Scott, okay, to, you know, to kind of get in on the microphones here once he get things straight here. So are we streaming okay and everything? Talk for a little bit. Okay, talk a little bit more. See, that's the beauty of okay, of having the, you know, the boss mm -hmm. in the house, you know, that he knows how to make things take place and how they should work. And today we're going to have you hear us adjusting as we go because uh, 
we are going through a period of adjustment for the next couple of weeks here, trying to figure out what I, we got new equipment here, you know, uh, figuring out how it works, uh, figuring out how it work, make it work best, uh, how it you know, can be, make, you know, make it come across you better. And like I said, with being an internet radio station means that we are blessed to be able to stream around the whole world. Yes. And we're not just being heard here in St. Louis, uh, East St. Louis, uh, Kansas City, uh, you know, uh, Detroit or someplace like that. We heard in, in, in Russia, matter of fact, we heard it over in Iran, Iran right now. And that's why it's so important for us to be mindful of what we say and that we're always mindful and respectful of all of our people that's around us. And that's why it's so important for us to go into this new year more cautious than ever before and more vigilant than ever before because we're living in a world right now that everyone's not always conscious, uh, always not ready to be open to themselves about being real and being being uh, able to be received. Uh, and what they're saying is not misunderstood. And because normally misunderstanding what a person is saying is nowadays even more, more a problem than ever before. Uh, the past week, uh, you know, I'm going to preview uh, a, a show that's coming up uh, very soon here. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be, we tried doing a program in the past with our, with our, and it worked out pretty good for a couple of weeks now. And so uh, in the Brazil Chamber of Commerce, uh, we were fortunate enough to have some young people join the chamber this past week. And they are still in uh, college in the 18 and 18 and 17 years of age. And so I asked them about being a millennial. And they said, no, no, Mr. Folks, we're not millennials. And I said, oh, you're not? He said, no, no, no. We're called the Z's. I said, you're the Z's? And so I said, okay, and what age group would it be the Z's? And so now, every Thursday in the month, we're going to have a program where they're going to come on. We're gonna call them the zoners. <laughs> this is the name they came with them said. I didn't. I didn't call them the zoners. They said we're gonna call us the zoners, okay? And we're gonna talk about what the zoners expect, who they are, what they do, and how they differ from any other generation that ever came before. They differ from the baby boomers. They differ from the, the X generation and the uh, millennials and all those. And as they educated me this past week. They are definitely different and not like everybody else. They are definitely waiting on uh, uh, some people, young people, that are aggressive, they are highly educated, they are very smart. And the question they asked me, they said, Mr. Folks, the one question we ask ourselves all the time, and people laugh when we said to them, okay, you expect us to be like adults. And we don't know how adults are supposed to act because we look at adults and they're not acting like adults. And so, you know, and I always remember, you know, when I did my first radio back in 1976, going way, way, way back. I, you look at cartoons, I love my cartoons, and, and it always said, tell, tell you, what, you what, what, what kids do, not what you tell them to do, but they do what you see you do. So you can tell your child or your young lady or anybody in your life now what they should be doing or how they should be doing stuff, okay? And they're going to listen to you, but they're going to turn around and watch what you do. And then that's what they're going to do. 
And so right now, uh, the zone is going to be coming on every third Saturday. Uh, we're already excited about it. It's going to be uh, a good time. Uh, good, Scott? Everything going okay? Scott's scratching his head over <laughs> Okay, so anyway, uh, we'll be having the zones coming on. And I think Scott is right now, uh, now the ink pen is not working. <laughs> and that's a book that people should read called Murphy's Law. I mean, if the people are not aware of what Murphy's Law means, that means anything that can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> okay, so right mm -hmm. now, so right mm -hmm. now we have one of those uh, <coughs> Murphy's Law moments here at the station, and Scott is determined to resolve this mo Murphy. Uh, what did I say? Murphy's moment. <laughs> Uh, the what the people? Yeah, we straight now. As straight as we're gonna get. Uh, seems like we're having a little bit of echo problem, but we appreciate you staying on, and hopefully you can understand this. Okay, so echo, is it better? It's a it. It's about a three second echo. Okay, well, okay, well, well, since you know that now, so there's a slight delay. You know, when we say echo, there's a slight delay. You know, when you know from what what we're saying to you, and so now uh, I ask Scott to stay around. Uh, Mainly because uh, Scott is a retired uh, Air Force with captain. No, uh, tech sergeant, technical uh, sergeant. Tech, technical sergeant. E six. E six. E six. And uh, he's a, a a lifer, which means he was there for twenty years. And uh, and also, uh, uh, Rev sent to my right over here. He was then drafted during the war, and I asked each one of these gentlemen to give me uh, give. You guys, the whole audience, a little, uh, their thoughts about this past week, what you're not aware of, uh, United States, uh, according to some of the experts, they saying we are going to war, uh, you know, we're close to going to war or whatever, and but there's been some active engagement, lives have been lost, and there are more lives to be lost, and then right now, so I was going to ask them to give you their opinion about, first of all, you go, uh, Scott. What do you think, uh, foresee, uh, that may be taking place right now where the United States is with Iran? Well, first of all, if you remember correctly, uh, President Trump uh, stopped an all-out uh, attack on Iran when, after the ships were sh uh, shot at by Iranian boats. Mm -hmm. uh, so they have a, they've, they've already had their pass. Mm -hmm. So, now you said pass, okay. Yeah, so in, in other words, it's just we we let that go. We did more cyber uh, damage than, than we did uh, okay. human damage. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I'm, th I'm thinking that, you know, they, they, the Iranian government keeps doing things that are against Americans, that are, are terror-related, so it was, it was about time to retaliate. Okay. Okay, Rev. Okay. Now, what are your thoughts on what this took taking place? My thoughts on uh, what has taken place, I really haven't been uh, hearing. You know, the scrambles here and there. You know, but uh, I think, just my opinion. I'm speculating. Okay. Well, we all are. But this is what we all doing now. Yeah, I'm speculating. You know, I want to let people know that uh, don't. You don't have to accept what I'm saying, mm -hmm. or you can't. That's up to you. Mm -hmm. So, to me, I'm gonna go farther than what it is according to the scriptures. Okay. That war that's gonna happen over there is not 
according to the scriptures. Okay. And the reason why I said that because God people are still scattered all over the universe. They are. And they are still up under the king Nebuchadnezzar. Which y'all don't know. You won't know this unless you read it in the Bible. Because you're beginning with God is the fear of wisdom and knowledge. See, the Bible don't co-say like man's news said. Man lie. God don't lie. Just that simple. Okay. So right now, I guess we have, that's the thing now that uh, most people are sitting back uh, uh, where we where not just find itself that we uh, that, that a lot of things are taking place that that involves the uh, that involves other countries being involved in a, in a war and like wars and in those times most of the people come together to try to get other people to support them in a war and so I think so this is going to be a little bit different than than things have been in the past. No. No, it's no different than any other war, I don't think. Okay. Uh, basically, somebody starts something, somebody wants to retaliate, and they mm -hmm. have to choose. And, mm -hmm. and first of all, they're going to go to the diplomatic table. Mm -hmm. They're going to say, what did you do? And and, uh, and they're going to say, well, we didn't do anything. And <laughs> then, uh, then they say, yes, you did. And it's, it's like a brother and sister uh, a fight, like, really. Just going to happen. Like kids. Yeah, yeah. Like kids, it's, it's like kids. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, kids with big weapons. Yeah, yeah, big, big toy, big boys like big toys, don't they? Yeah, and 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 that's and that's the thing that you know that's that's the most frightening about it. But anyway, now let's talk about that. So right now we're gonna talk more about that, okay? But since I got Papa Bear, the man, the, the guy. <laughs> I get called a lot of things. A lot of things, Scott. Not all of them good. No, well, they still call us. They call us. all your things, okay? Scott is our general manager. He's the man in charge, and he's put thousands and hundreds of hours in at the station to get us on the air to have this conversation. Yes, he has. You just heard now a free speech, okay, between him, Rip, and myself. You couldn't hear that no place else. But on Ferguson, USAHotRadio.com. And it's all because Scott has taken the time, and now we are doing this digitally. Am I right? It's all digital. We were using analog uh, uh, machines like uh, a mixer board and a amplifier, stuff like that. All, this is all digitally uh, produced right now. Yes, yeah, so this is all digital. We are really now an internet for real. Radio station. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so we say that, Scott, uh, you know, you have taken the word that we were using, <laughs> you know, and, and put meaning to it. Yes. Well, I appreciate that, but you know, a lot of people came before me to help out. To help out. Well, well, I know I wasn't part of that. Somebody was part of that, okay? Yeah. But, but I was working toward a goal. Yes. You know, and like, and like anything in life, you know, you tear it so far, you, you hand it off. Mm -hmm. You hand it off. And I think right now, where we are now, and uh, even for me here now, this is our third show with me and Rev now. No, since we've been back here, we did our Christmas show with Reverend, uh, Reverend, with well, Bishop, I'm sorry, sorry. Bishop. Yeah, Bishop Bellas, okay. Yeah. And that was, that, that was the fifth one we done with him, you know, and it was the first one we did digitally. And uh, Don't forget about Chuck. 
Oh, I'm being Chuck. Uh, good luck, Chuck is back also. <laughs> uh, he will be back again today also. Good, uh, good luck, Chuck, if you're not aware, is our national vice president, uh, national chairman of commerce, and he's based in Washington, D.C. And Chuck has been with us since day one. And uh, and he, come on, he comes on normally at 2.30, sometime earlier, sometime later than that, and gives his opinion on all updates on what things are going on in the world with the chamber, as a chamber, if you're not aware, we're a worldwide organization, and we uh, I'm in charge of Missouri, along with Rev here, and I kept saying, Scott, we all part of the same family here, we work together, and that's why at the station here in Missouri, where I came to Congress, is committed to helping Scott be successful here with all our members here. We're going to help have more on the air, financial blessing of the station there, and you know, and, uh, physically, technically, what they can do to make this a success. And when doing this, we're making sure that when you hear us, not just our program, but other programs going to start coming up on Saturdays. They're going to have Sunday to be filled up. They're going to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Now, Scott, do you still come on Thursdays? Uh, I have not started my show back up yet. Okay. I wanted to make sure the station was running more. I got involved, well, got yeah, yeah. programmingly Program involved. Well, Scott did a show for four or five years called, tell me about the show. Well, my, my show is called Commander's Call, and basically what I focus on is veterans, mm -hmm. uh, where veterans can get help, where uh, veterans who uh, have great stories, uh, people who are helping veterans. Uh, so basically, mine's the patriotic show. It has we broadcast some music through oh, it. Great music, great music. Oh, it, it's always patriotic music, and uh, and that's my focus for the two. I like to do veteran news, make sure that the uh, veterans are aware of their world at this time. Especially new benefits coming out. New benefits, uh, for example, the Blue Water Navy just got their uh, benefits allowed through the. Through the VA. Now, Scott, I got to ask a question. Yeah. People like myself, what is Blue Water Navy? Blue Water Navy is the uh, the veterans in Vietnam who were naval members that were outside a certain uh, area from Vietnam. So we had a lot of folks like that, and the thing was is that we were still using those chemicals. And they were being affected, but the administration said that they weren't being affected. Someone like Agent Orange. Yes, Agent Orange, and uh, all the colors of the uh, the agents. There was a there was probably about seven or eight different colors. For real? For real. Didn't know that. Not many people do. <laughs> well, see, that's why your program is so important. Because one of the things that uh, we 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 have friends, we have loved ones, uh, family members that uh, know who been in the war and and we all know they don't talk about it no we don't. you know they don't express themselves uh but there's a reason for that and i just found out this morning from rev and also now rev fought at vietnam he fought on the ground rev was a medic on the mm -hmm. ground rev and you tell me now that the people that were in the war great what you said about that they don't talk about it what you said about that i said a person that have had that was in action, they don't talk about it. But a person that have not been in action, they the one doing all the talking. They <laughs> was the in the military. They yeah. was in the military, and they want to, I guess, blow themselves up for their family members or whoever it may be to get their point over mm -hmm. who they are, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's something that you have to experience. Everybody.
but not understand what's going on, what happens, what happens in the war. Everybody cannot understand. You have to experience. That's the only way we can relate to you and talk to you about it and everything. But you cannot relate to us. Well, I know just being sitting here between you and Scott this morning. You know, we was talking before we came on the program here today, and just talked about you know the, the different you know the, the Air Force, and we were talking about the different benefits. Uh, and I was blown away when you told when Scott said, "Well, you know, if you're in the Air Force, you got different benefits." Of you in here. and also, you know, he, Scott told me something that people not aware of. Scott, come on back over right quick, okay? He was saying that when 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 like in, in, if, if you deployed someplace, how how do you how do you how do you sleep? How was that? Well, uh, it's it's pretty much a joke among us as uh, as brothers in arms. But the Marines would usually sleep on the ground uh, in, in sleeping bags or whatever. The Army would go ahead and uh, sleep in uh, uh, cots, cots. Or tents or something like that. The uh, Navy had their barracks or their ship. The Air Force usually goes to a hotel when they deploy. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's why people, you know, people think that the Air Force folks, we had it really easy and stuff like that. Uh, we, you know, it, it, it was what it was. You know, we uh, uh, we did have the better chow halls. We did have the better uh, accommodations for sleeping. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was, you know, other 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 uh, other folks would come into mm -hmm. the uh, the Air Force things, and they'd want to stay mm -hmm. for the most part. So I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's why a lot of people will say that the Air Force was a soft uh, military service. Uh, I, I, I'm waiting to see what the Space Force has. I mean, I'm looking oh, forward God. to their chat halls. You, 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 know, you know, I was uh, in, uh, a couple of years ago. I was in my office, and uh, and, uh, and and some guys were talking, and and they were giving definition about the neighborhood, and they were saying where the Air Force, they 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 drop bombs. But the people uh, on the army, they see people face to face. That's true. That's true. That's that. Uh, and again, one of the things that I always found interesting was it was the officers that we sent to war, mm -hmm. whereas in the army and the navy, those folks were all on the ground or in the water, mm -hmm. so to speak. So you know, we have a different structure. It's just the way it is. And again, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the space force has. I'm looking forward to a, a, a space available space flight. <laughs> well, 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 according to that, okay, the space flight come about, you guys uh, qualify from what it said and get a discount. Uh, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? You <laughs> take a flight, okay, but the Space Corps, you just brought up something very few people know about that. I know a little bit about what does that consist of? Just, just, just in general, this this is brand new. It is brand new. Basically, the Space Corps is looking to make sure that everything outside the atmosphere of uh, of the world is safe. Now, according to the published mission we're talking about satellites we're talking about uh, space uh, stuff and we're also talking about defending ourselves mm -hmm. from anything that might be in the universe mm -hmm. uh, you know I think everyone agrees with me that we're not alone in this universe right yeah so although I don't have any experience with anything <laughs> that doesn't mean that there's nothing there it's like it's like thinking here yeah yeah it's thinking ahead to what we're going to do to save the world. 
or, or what? Hey, Scott. Yeah. You think that uh, we have a different outlook, perspective of life than the normal people because we was in the military. That's a whole different life than the life you did. It is, and a lot of people don't understand the right. thing about uh, military camaraderie. Right. You know, we the reason we have legions and VFWs and, and things like that is, is because we can at least relate to the life of military. Right. Okay, I, so, some of my best friends are Navy, some of my best friends are Army. You know, we kill each other like brothers and sisters. But the, the real... It's a lot. It's a love that's different than a regular community. A, a, a uh, and I've been out of the Air Force for eighteen years, mm -hmm. so I know that it's a it's a different type of uh, relationship, shall we say? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, it's got, you know, you, you you mentioned a point there. The VFW halls. I've been able to you know to, to visit some of those, like you know, here in St. Louis, uh, we had the first VFW. Uh, Hall here in, 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 in the, I guess it's number one was Tower Post in, in the whole in the whole in the whole country, and it was you know, for, primarily for blacks, you know, and and because there was again there was a transition slowly as you heard stories about blacks being in the service, and like in the case of my my, my father, uh, he fought in World War One, and uh, and, uh, and and he was uh, couldn't fight up under the United States flag, he had to fight up under the French flag. Really? And, and, yes, yes. You know, and I didn't. In fact, we were trying to find out his uh, information. Our sister and I was. We said our sister was not me. And we, she ran to a, a big wall all the time. And mm -hmm. so she ran across. I ran across a friend of mine, and she was doing research. And she said, "Ira," and she said, "I know. I, I let me do some research." She came back and said, "This is the reason why." And so what she gave me, I had to go a little bit further and found out that not just my father, okay, but a whole lot of blacks that fought up under the French flag. I don't doubt it. You know, and, 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 and fortunately, uh, 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 I've been told he qualified for a, some medals back then. The French Freedom Medal and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That I may still be able to give me and my, in, in, my, in our families right. for, the, for the things that they did way back then. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, now, from my experience in the mm -hmm. 20 years that I was in, mm -hmm. some some of my... Uh, favorite people were black, but we, you know, we also had the Tuskegee Air Airmen. Yeah, I mean, we right. had the Buffalo Soldiers, soldiers. Mm -hmm. you know, and and those were all very qualified people, you know. Mm -hmm. And it took it it did take a lot of time for the military to, shall we say, become purple, you know, mm -hmm. no color mm -hmm. with everybody. Um, the key the key thing racism. Well, it, it was racism, you know. It was. You know, That's what it would. The people need to know it was racism like it is right now. Right. But, well, Eisenhower uh, tried to put a stop to it, and I, th I think that there was, a, uh, it was, there was a lot of impact on that. And well, I, well most times, there's a, when a major change like that, like, you know, it's a transitional change. Uh -huh. you know, and, and even right now, uh, a couple of years ago, I was on another station with the KGC, I think. Okay. And I uh, did a radio show, and we had a, a little dispute going on in St. Louis. It, uh, we had a, a black uh, uh, police chief named Chief George, Sherman George, and we had another white police chief named, named Jenkinson, who was about to replace Chief George as a farmer. And so there's a little, little brouhaha, you know, about. And so, 
when uh, T. Chico did his first interview, you know, in the backstage, he did on my show. And he, he reached went to Iowa, he said, nobody cares when they call, when the house is burning, when the police chief is black or white. They don't care if the fireman is black or white. Yeah. They want a fire truck down to their house yep. and put their fire out. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. And so the same thing was in the war, okay, you don't have time to get in a foxhole because kind of comparing your tall down tags and saying what color you are, you know, right. uh, you know they're going to shoot me, they're going to shoot you. We all in the foxhole together. And that's how, you know, I know. And, and a lot of the folks I work with were, were black or, or Asian or whatever. And, and one, of, one of my best friends while I was in, was it McGuire? Mm -hmm. Was a gentleman, uh, was a, 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 a black gentleman who married a white woman. Mm -hmm. Which, for, you know, for me, it was normal. But it was really a big... Thing wasn't mm, it back then? Back then, yeah. I, I got friends, man. You know, it, it, it just amazes me how much time that we upset, how things have transitioned and changed with the racism there. That people back then, now, now we still got some who feel the same way, but the majority are saying, and that's the Z generation comes in, the, the zoners come in. Right. They don't hardly see, they don't see the, you know, the racism. Uh, like the, the exes and the, uh, the baby boomers and the Different generations had to go through. Right. I mean, they just said, "We don't, we don't have time for that." We don't have time, but we have to go through the process. Yeah, go through the process, you know. And yeah. so, so but anyway, so that's uh, some of the things. Okay, I wanted to talk about with the service here, but at the same time, it shows you a little bit about uh, uh, Brother Scott. That's my name for Brother Scott. You know, you know, to uh, with the station here is, we want you to see what free speech really looks like mm -hmm. and, and how it feels like. And this is what you really mean by free speech. The ability for people to talk what they think. What they think, okay. And not and not just the, uh, I'm sorry, for the, the political correctness. Political correctness, okay. And on my show here, uh, since we started, we had going to our sixth year, uh, we didn't understand about trying to be politically correct. We just would tell you like it was. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. Now how it ain't. It may not be language, which is okay, but it's the facts of life. And, and for those people not aware, the young people especially, or some older people, there's a program called Dragnet. I remember that program. <laughs> and it was, it was about the Texas. Now they say it was just the facts. The names have been changed. The, the names have been protected. That's right. You, you know something? This might be a little off the subject, but sex. Yeah. The word sex, they said, it's an intercourse and all that. And the word sex only means for gender, male and female. That's it. That's all it means. But everybody used the word sex as being intimate. Then you go on into the uh, dictionary and you look up the word sexuality, uh, you know, all that, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and and but a lot it, of folks, they, 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 they find the word sex offensive. Which right. is something that God gave us, actually. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm, that's what we call free speech. He's right. talking about what yeah. is life, about what is real. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and see, if you need to tell the truth. If, oh, I mean, very highly intelligent people still use the word sex in their agenda, which yeah. it ain't. Yeah. I'm just telling you how it is. We say, oh, we. 
oh, we this, we done passed from this, but have you? Yeah. But you, you know something? What's that? Since you real went there and you went there with him, I don't know. I was going to talk about this later on in the program, okay? But right now, one of the larger churches in the whole world, United Methodist Church, they're preparing to have a big fight in 2020 when they meet in, uh, 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 in May up in Minneapolis. And it's all about, not sex as, as we would use the word sexual sex. Right. Okay, but right now it's sexual orientation. Yeah, now, now that's the big, that's the big it's, the, it's the big word. Yeah, Christians are afraid <laughs> to talk, talk about it. Christians are afraid to talk about it now, okay? And here's a group of over 12 million people, over 12 million people right now, are about to have a big fight about this. Yeah. And on, on this past Wednesday, uh, one of the presidents, you know, of the, of, you know, of the, uh, one of the uh, sections of the country said, they are, uh, they are, they are about to have a breakup in the church, even as we speak, because they were upholding and strengthening prohibition, prohibition, prohibitions that come up again against the orientation of non clientele LGBTQ clergy uh, performers saying sexual marriages, how it's going to take effect in the church. Yeah. And right now, it's a matter of that this these church has been around a long time <laughs> a long time and now we're about to run into that young pass right now with you said Rick, over the word sex and they took the word sex and add some more to it yeah and look where we are now a yeah. lot of confusion yeah <laughs> well you were scott you was my age we were pretty much around the same generation over here pretty much you was a temptation had a song called ball of confusion <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, temptation. Temptation, okay. Yes, sir. And, and right now, these are the things here that creates a ball of confusion about people who've been friends for years. Yes. Mm -hmm. For years and years and years. And then in the last 10 or 15 years, all of a sudden, guess what? We can't get along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and it's only because we're using divisive uh, uh, ways mm -hmm. that were given by other people. You know, if we were, if if we had our own real conversations, and I mean real, mm -hmm. that you know we could actually talk and people would listen, mm -hmm. I think that would be down a lot. You know. Well, it's, it's well, it's the thing is that I think we all say express yourself. That's another old song called express. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now yeah. you express yourself. He would say, "What the fuck?" You know. You asked me to express myself. Yeah, and then the, the problem is not the talking. Mm -hmm. It's the listening. Right. Ah. It's the listening. I mean, express yourself, but don't <laughs> income. Don't let, let yourself income anything. Yeah, you see, you just put on something very powerful there, okay? One of the things when we express ourselves, people don't, 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 don't mean listen to what you just said. No, it just means you. That that puts the onus on you. Right, but but, but don't bring it back to me. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I I am I'm very tolerant unless it's something that I don't. Agree with. Yeah, and I think right now that's the whole thing, and you know, and I, and, and we'll talk about this later on. But right now, 
in our world that we find ourselves in, we're in a revolving world. Mm -hmm. I mean, under during revolving, you know, one of the things that Reb and I talk about on the show all the time is uh, there's a thing called Solomon and Gomorrah. Yes. You know, uh -huh. you know, you know, and for those of you not aware of that, get your Bible out. Okay? Yeah, get your Bible out because <laughs> God said some interesting things. Some interesting things, okay, and uh, in Sodom and Gomorrah, it was a, it was a city, a, a country where you want a city, that disappeared because they destroyed their own selves. It were two different cities, two different cities, which God destroyed with fire and brimstone because of the wickedness of their lifestyle. Right. Yeah. And, and I think right now, okay, uh, and for what those don't believe me, I read my Bible this morning. I, mean, I, was, I was reading about Sovereign <laughs> in, in, in uh, Jeremiah, but in it they are saying. I thought it was Genesis. No, Jeremiah. I'm talking about Jeremiah. Okay. I was talking about the, the, the oh, okay. reflection of it. Yeah, yeah. The Delta is reflecting. I'm sorry. Like, tell me some stories about Sodom and Gomorrah. Like right now, and I bring it up because our country, United States, is the youngest country in the world. We one of the youngest countries in the whole world. And I just, just as an example, Iran been around over thousands and thousands and thousands of years. You know, and they've been doing things the same way for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And the United States comes along, and I love our country, don't get me wrong now, but we want people to have McDonald's like we have McDonald's on every corner. <laughs> mm, I've traveled around the world, mm -hmm. and when I'm in Germany, I won't go to a McDonald's. Thank uh, you, when I go to Greece, I want to know what <laughs> Greek people eat. Yep. You know, and believe it or not, they don't have very many McDonald's over there anyway. <laughs> but, you know, I want a, a moussaka or, or some or ham or something or other. What's a moussaka? Moussaka is like a eggplant lasagna. Mm. Very good. But, um, you know, I lived in Korea for a year and I stayed away from the uh, the American type fast food type stuff because you probably I was healthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, but I, I lived on bases in the Air Force in Germany and Turkey, uh, you know, that the people would not go off base for four years because they wouldn't uh, listen or, or accept the host uh, country's customs and traditions. For four years, they would stay on a, stay in a, in a enclosed space four miles or so uh four square miles or so, and they would not leave that space and you're probably aware of some folks like that too that's right that's got me personally even right now when i travel mm -hmm. you know i uh, before on you know, the radio i went listen to stations in that music in that particular city or i went someplace i want to eat their food mm -hmm. not mcdonald's yeah, exactly you go to yeah. north Line, you yeah. eat barbecue or something right. like that. Or you go to Kansas, Fish. you go to Kansas, you know, like, oh my God, down in South, South Carolina. Matter of fact, I went to Foley Beach. Yeah. First, I had my first frog legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Which is basically liverwurst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, and, and, and they were good, okay. And then, uh, uh, you know, uh, then I went to Coney Island. I had some mess up there for the first time in my entire life. Well, you had to have a Coney, Coney dog. Oh my God! Yes, you did. I and mean, Nathan's Coney dog. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan said that you know. And a matter, yeah. a matter of fact, I was amazed up there 
Now, you know, from being from St. Louis here, yeah. you know, you used to go on a parking lot, you know, and you, you know, pay so much to park, you know. And so there, when you, you know, they had people on their people's houses that you park in their yards. And so the guy said $10. Yeah. And I'm going to argue with the guy, you got to look, brother, you got to go on four because I'm at behind you because you're going to pay $10. Well, you want me to the house is not in the middle of the city. <laughs> yeah. So you got to get out there. So you got no parking spaces. Right. Well, that's for people's personal property. And, you know, if you're going to be parking on it, <laughs> you know, help pay the rent a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah There's wrong with that. Yeah. And, and I'm saying, but actually, in Rome, what Romans do. Rome yeah. Do. Exactly. I mean, that's why I said it's all through life, and that's when the beauty, okay. To me, if I was in the service, mm -hmm. was to go down and, and try the different cuisines and uh, oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, I mean, I was in the I was in the opera in Germany. Mm. You know, I, I was able to I, I was able to learn German. I was able to perform in Germany. You know, and this was a part time thing and was mm -hmm. didn't pay anything more than gas money. Mm -hmm. But the experience, mm -hmm. you, you're still talking. You're still talking about. It. What's it? You still talk I about still it. talk about but that. It, it, yeah. it, it was an experience. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it, it gave me a lot of experience that I never would have had without the uh, mm -hmm. without the Air Force. I guarantee you that. Well, that's like my daughters. You know, you got daughters, real, you know, and I encourage them to travel. You know, matter of fact, I should take them different places. You know, and I mean, first time I took my daughters to Chicago, it was it was, it was an experience. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, uh, Dion just she just turned, I said mean, she just turned forty five right. on December thirtieth. Her and her boyfriend, they were here in Chicago. Okay, but as a kid, yeah. I took it to Chicago, okay? Oh, yeah. And now she likes it. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm saying, but it's, it's again, it's supposed to be kids. Like, you know, Rev, you know, to, to more things than just St. Louis. You know, God said he did not give us a, a spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's what happens with a lot of these people who may, who are in a new experience, but they don't want to experience new experience. <laughs> that's a, I like where you put yeah. In a new experience, but they don't want to. That's why I said, but they're on the base for four years, and and you don't want to go outside the the boundaries. There were very many people because of fear, you know, fear of difference. What are you gonna say, You know, you know, something else is uh, you don't want to be uh limited. You want to be unlimited so you can be variety mm -hmm. and learn a lot of different things for oh, us yeah. helping people and for your uh own personal hell oh yeah for your own growth i mean for goodness sake i would never know how to do this if i never had uh, uh radio experience mm -hmm. or public speaking experience mm -hmm. well, now by the way scott one to you it's okay but he also went out to the university of missouri st louis that was that was my alma mater yep i, I learned a little bit about computers out there and he got his degree yeah so i mean so he you knows not what this a little bit okay yeah no, he knows quite a bit about it, okay, but I'm saying but it's, it's his, his chance to take a little bit of stuff, and he wanted more. Mm -hmm. You know, and, that, and that's the whole thing, and to me, I always say, it's a spice of life. You know, and if you, if you, don't, if you don't sample stuff, you know, that's why you go places and they have samplers. Right, that's yeah. why you go to buffets. Come on now. Oh, yeah, oh, come on now. Oh. <laughs> Golden Corral, you, you know, you oh, don't go yeah. there just for the... They uh, have everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything you can try. Fact, that started out out here in St. Louis. Uh, we had to have a heritage house out here in, in North in North County. You know, the first kind of buffet you could go to out here in the smorgasbord they call it No Days, where they had all you could eat. And people when it would go out there, you know, and the first time people, some people were exposed to crab legs. 
I mean, they have the crab legs, you know. And really, it's an opportunity for you to go someplace you normally can't afford mm -hmm. and get a chance to do some samples. <coughs> mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know, and you know, and like I said, smorgasbord, you know, but that's how life is, though. Mm -hmm. You meet new people. Yep. You know, you meet somebody from a different generation. That's, that's not nowadays. That is a smorgasbord right now. Yeah. Meet people from different generations. Yes, it is. Uh, and, you know, whether they are immigrants, whether they're military, I mean, there's a whole wealth of information you can yep. get from an older person. Oh, right now, you know, uh, like you go to New York City, you know, yep. you, you got uh, Chinatown, you got, you go down in Harlem, you got, you go all around the city, you got the different places, the neighborhoods. Yeah. See, like in St. Louis, we got, we got Dio, which is uh, Italian. We, we, in St. Louis, we got our own cultures right now. We do. We, got yeah, we have a Korean town. We Korean have a, a Vietnamese. Right. We have a very good population of Bosnian folks. Have, yeah, Bosnian people. Matter of fact, we have, we have the second largest Bosnian population in the whole country. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, so, again, but it's, but it's those cultures like that, that, you know, that allow us, you know, to, you know, to, you know, to enhance. And also, it brings another workforce. You know, one of the things now, and, you know, and I'm a union man, been around for a long time, but I look at people who are not union guys, and I bring this up to say is that when it comes to roofing, you got uh, the medicine right now, and I saw them do this. Mm -hmm. They'll come along and give you a whole new roof in today's time. Whereas you go to some brothers who are roofers, and the first day they're going to come out and talk about what they're going to do, how they're going to do it need some more money and the whole time this is being done they could be to fix the roof thank you sir <laughs> and go on to the next and job go on to, to the, the next, next job yeah. and that's uh -huh. what i'm saying so everybody's good at something yeah and that's what makes our whole country so great yeah is that you know we got people who get lawn care variety of yeah. skills skills and, and there are people right now don't want to do roofs i don't know i don't want to do i don't want to do this but i don't want to do this type of thing but these people come to our country, they want to do it. Because mm -hmm. it's, first of all, needed. It's needed. And, yeah, secondly, it's, uh, uh, it's not. That's a market. It, it's a trade. Yeah, yeah. that's a market yeah. that can be used everywhere. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. we, we as Americans put a lot of emphasis on college education. Mm -hmm. But when, you, when the, the hammer hits the nail, <laughs> it's... Technologically, uh, or the uh, uh, the uh, what, what am I trying? Oh, artisan, uh, or the uh, or the, the deal, so to speak. But, but the, the master of, of trades. Well, like now, trade schools. Trade schools. You know, well, well I'm, I'm big on trade schools. Matter of fact, uh, when I went, went left home, went to Wilberforce, and came back home, you know, and didn't go back, but I ended up going to school to a BIT. Uh, based into the technology, it's no longer around now. And I was, in those days, I wanted to become like a, an architect. Mm -hmm. But I found now, okay, to become an architect, you have to become a draftsman. Mm -hmm. And a whole lot of other things before you become an architect. So I went to school to be a, to, to be a draftsman. But, but now, having said that, I found out that I started my own trace courses with Jefferson, Jefferson College down in Scotland, where you are, down in Jefferson County. Yeah. At the college down there, with the union there, how to do how, how to install broadband right you know which is right now we got guys in ibw 
who are local two who are outside guys, they make hundred thousand dollars a year on, yeah. on, a, on a bad year. Yeah. Now yeah. where in the college can you go out of college and go make hundred thousand dollars a year? Now you owe more than a hundred. You, well, you owe more, than, and I'm saying in this case, most of these guys who learn these trades are bad. You know, somebody on the job training you. Yeah, which brings up a good point. You know, I heard just the other day that it, for any particular job or most any particular job. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a training program of about three or four weeks, mm -hmm. you can go ahead and do a lot of these jobs that now require a college degree. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you put if if your employers <laughs> would be willing to put in a couple of weeks of, of actual you know training for these folks, mm -hmm. then you first of all it might be a little bit less expensive for you, mm -hmm. and it would be giving somebody a. a a big hand up. Well, Scott, I, I, I just throw this out here. Well, this is a fact of life. Okay? Right. Uh, my company that I own is called Telecommunications Development and Construction LLC. Right. Uh, we are the we we the only one of the only black companies in the country that installs it can be our cell phone towers. Mm -hmm. Now, yet we have the expertise, the knowledge. Right. We get to build one cell phone tower. Yeah. Now the reason that is because the big boys, AT, Sprint, bring this up because everybody got cell phones. Yeah, we all have cell phone problems with a no reception, poor reception. Uh, we can't have no reception in the rural areas. Uh, some place you can't get in the inner cities. Mm. Well, you look around at people. There are no cell phone towers. Mm -hmm. There are no cell phone towers because if you don't have a cell phone tower, you can have no reception. Mm -hmm. And the only way you sell satellite is through a tower. And cell towers are all line of sight. All line of sight. All, and that's like now. And what does that mean? What that mean, you can refer to me because I talk radio dot com today. But that's a plus for us. But right now, uh, we've been fighting, but it's a taboo. Like real sales is a, in, in the industry, it's a tree dollar business. They don't want black folks in. But guess what? Out of folks, everybody know me. We're gonna we're gonna be building towers, right, real Right. This year. <laughs> and there you okay. go. <laughs> yeah. There's one way to do it. But you, you need the technology because right now, your neighborhoods are, are going away on cell phones. Yeah. On, on cell phones, social media. Nobody shops in the neighborhood no more. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Uh, everybody shop online. Mm -hmm. I mean, you order some online. As a matter of fact, there was and you had furniture stores. But well, guess what now? They got bunch of stores online. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we, we go they got real estate online. We have real estate online now. <laughs> automation. Automation, automation is, is taking over. No matter how much automation, you still need people. You need technicians you, 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 for that. You, you need technicians for all that stuff, okay? Yeah. So, so right now, Scott, I know you got to get out of here, and I, I want to thank you for taking the time for us to kind of hang out here. And then people know a little bit out here what University uh, Hot Talk Radio dot com does right now. You gonna hear a little click, 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 click here for a second here. And, uh, and yeah, there you go. And on that note, right, Scott, thank, thank you very, very much, much, brother. It's always my pleasure, brother. Ar. Life is good, brother. We and see we and again to be continued. To be continued. Okay. Oops, whoop, I did it the wrong way. Did we see that? He's not perfect. Boom. It's only one perfect. Oh, yes, and they got rid of him. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, I got to turn this up a little bit here.
success, victory, happiness, uh, having a great day here in the city of St. Louis. My name is Aaron Folks, and that's Brother Reverend Alan Loud. Scott is part of the premises, and we have a lot of fun around here today. And uh, Reverend just knows me very well. He knows I've been talking, he just gave us some calls, but uh, that was fun. Real wasn't having Scott, you know, just yeah. in there, man, and just kind yeah, of talking nice. a little bit, you know, and I'll let people know that uh, this is what we all about. Right. You know, freedom of speech, you know what I'm saying? And just yes. kind of put it out there and kind of give people information about what they don't know or what they should, should know. know. And if, and one thing about information, if you get a little bit taste of it, then you want to, you, you normally you want to get more and you want to get more and you get more, Rev. So before any ado, okay, we didn't let you finish your Bible stuff, uh, readings here this morning. So what's any scriptures you want to tell us about before I get into the rest of the program? Yeah, I was going to continue to talk about being born again and your walk in the newness of life. You know, it's a walk. You have to live this as well. And the way you uh, live this life, once Christ is formed in you, after you believe the death the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you have passed from death unto life. After you have believed that, then you have a walk to take, which is you have the uh, purpose of being obedient to God through your new life by witnessing to people, helping people as much as you can, but you're not obligated to do none of this. Okay, well, let me ask you a question, okay? You know, uh, one of the things, biblically speaking, we say walk with people, walk a certain way, change, and you change, you do a certain thing. People say, now, where's the handbook? Where's a book I can go learn about this? The 66 books. What are they called? <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> And it's right there, okay, and in the Bible, one of the things that uh, I love about it is that it goes back, we just talked a few minutes ago about uh, Iran, what's going on over there. Right. Well, in the Bible, it talks about Iran. Right. It was around thousands of years ago. Yeah. And, you know, and it was it talked about things about what's going to take place there in that particular part of the world. Right. Now, unfortunately, or unfortunately, I should say, the names of the country has changed. Yes, they do change. The name changed, the climate changed. Do changes, but they don't change from what it really, really is. What, what I'm saying that, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, the land itself have made changes. You know, have made changes, but what I'm saying, they have, well, like when people go to war, like they did in the biblical time, like with David, they'll go conquer a city and they take right. the, and they change the name of that city to something else. Right. And so that's why I'm saying in Iran, it may have been something else 4,000 years ago. Yes. It might have been something else 6,000 years ago. Yes. So now in, in 2020, it's called Iran. Mm-hmm. But previously, it may be called something else going forward. Well, you have three. The, the Bible was written in the Hebrew, Greek, Latin, Arabic. Mm -hmm. So within each one of those uh languages mm -hmm. that it had been written in is uh people use those different languages and when they translate the verses from the from the uh from the scribes mm -hmm. 
you know, from the papyrus. What are scribes? Scribes are, are your the individual that does. It's it's a writing, a but biblical. They're, well, they're, they're professional writers, like, right? You know, they, they, in other words, they keep records for you know, for for for, for, for what has what, happened. What has happened? Right. Like in the Bible, you hear them talk about the scrolls. Or you yeah. hear them, like in the, well, in the Bible, we always, people talk about the, the four Gospels. Uh, Matthew, John, Luke, and, uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are the four Gospels. And those are written by four individuals by those names. Yeah, those are the four Gospel writers. Writers. But out of those four books, every one of them has to believe the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the gospel. And the beauty of that is, okay, the yeah, all four different individuals wrote from different, different perspectives. Right. right. Which, which that you know right, right away, that we're, we're not locked into, we're not being locked into all the time. Right. Like when you're talking with, with Scott, you know, sometimes people don't want to, I can't believe you go on a base for four years, you don't want to go out and get, you know, get some real Italian food. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, I'm sorry, we're going to go on. But anyway, what I'm saying is that with the Bible itself, okay, has transcended all those years and it's still current. Right. And some of the prophecies that made back then are still taking place. Right. Is what I'm trying to get at. Yes, it is. And that's why until the scribes, they wrote down the prophecies made back then. Mm-hmm. And, they, and it was kept, and the, the, the scribes actually wrote down history for us. Right. They were our history keepers for that. Yes. We become historians, as we you know, mm-hmm. they change like anything else in life. Right. But they were the one that kept track of what was going on. And the, what they do is update things. Mm-hmm. They update things and that. But it's it's just a whole lot. Even with the updates, and you go back to the original, the original is what really it's saying. <laughs> it's saying the original, mm-hmm. even though it's been updated. And that's the beauty of it. I read that, you know, that. Uh, the Bible is something okay that you and I get excited every time we read it. Oh yeah. Because it's one something that every time you read it, okay, it's gonna give you a certain new meaning to a certain new word. Right. That you had, you know, since you read it last time, some things have changed, okay, to make you appreciate it anymore. Yep. It's an inexhaustible book. Every time you read it, you could go read it for five minutes a day and go back five minutes later and get something else from it. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry, I've gotten into you. You're talking about the scribes. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, the scribes are the writers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking about the walk. Mm-hmm. You have to walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. You know, it, being a believer, you have to act on these mm-hmm. word on the word of God. You got to be obedient to the word of God. How will I be obedient to the word of God? You believe in him, you obey him, and you trust him, and you do what thus said the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing, is obedience. Yeah, the most important thing is obedience in the Lord. I have some uh, scriptures here. I like to read Jeremiah 6. And I know Isaiah 2 and, and verse 5. It, it said, said, Isaiah the second chapter, verse 5 said, 
old house of Jacob. Jacob, you had Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob is the last father of the Israelites. And he had 12 sons. And it said, Come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. That's what the walk is dealing with. Walking in the light. Well, how do I walk in the light? I walk in the light by what? Being obedient to God. And you can't approach God no any kind of way. Sin stinks in God's nostril. So you have to follow God's word to every tittle and dot. You have to follow that. If you don't, then you're not obeying God. But if you do, you're in a lot better condition and things go well for you. And you continue to grow in grace and the knowledge of the truth. So the beginning with God is the fear of wisdom and knowledge. And this knowledge, you get it by being a child of God, by continuing it. Then you go on to say in another book, Romans 4.12. Let's go there. Romans 4.12 said, it reads like this, And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had been yet uncircumcised. Uncircumcision, a lot of people say circumcised, but they're trying, they're making a point of saying if you circumcise in order to be a, a Jew, they say you have to be circumcised in the flesh. But that was not the really uh, perspective meaning of circumcision means that you had to be in the Christ or not in Christ. Uncircumcised, you're not in him. Circumcised, you are. That's believing in him. His death his burial, and his resurrection. It's just so easy to explain. It's simple. The word of God is simple. We're simple people. God made us simple. And the more simple the word is, the better a person can be born again. And, and that's why I always say simplicity is the key to life. Right. And then sometimes they keep it simple, stupid. Yep. But as long as it's simple, it's, you know, you can understand it. Right. So, Rev, we want to, I know you, you know we got a whole lot of children to get in here, okay, but I want to make sure I got back and got that into the program because with us, our prayer prayer for the program is one of the most important programs to us. Yes. Hottalkradio.com. Life is good on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in the city of St. Louis. Oh,
struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go!
know, we be having so much fun up in here. We <laughs> uh, that's Craig Franklin, one of our favorite, favorite artists that we can display here. That kind of, uh, the music we try to play here, try to fit the mode or the mood or the tone that we have in here, but also be inspiring and uplifting at the same time. So anyway, uh, we had some good fun with, uh, with, uh, with uh, my brother Scott there, and, uh, and Rev gave some more encouraging words there. And so now let me get a little back and forth. You know, this past year, for the first time in over 100 years, you know, over 100 years, we have had our population in this country go down. Our, we had the slowest birth rate last year since 1917 and 1918 and that's where we were involved with World War One. Now that's important for a lot of reasons. We have had growth and our country has grown since then. So one of the things you know and just how folks are pretty here okay I think our president has damaged you know us, us in so many ways because if, if right now if the country has been building you know more and more people coming in now so we're going to low here that means a whole lot of things can go down with that and all that ain't going to be good and that's because you're keeping the people out of here the black people out of here the white people out of here that you don't like you know now you say you trying to say that if you don't if you don't have a law degree or some other degree that you come in and get a job a certain level you don't want you in our country. What happened to the people like his father who came in? You know, they were immigrants. Immigrants built this country. So again, you know, that's just a bad thing. And also in Missouri, okay, we got something good to say here. For the first time, you know, in a long time, in the last in the last decade, I should say, uh, Missouri uh, is one of uh, 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 has grown. It's kind of small. A quarter of a percent, but that's over 15,805 people that has grown. We have grown, which is a good thing. And also, uh, there were 10 states that also saw them saw their population decline. Uh, in Illinois, is one of those one of those states. And also, New York lost about 77,000 people. This this you know again themselves. So and again, so uh, that's that's you know uh, you know important to understand that you know that uh, that this is so important. That our country continues to grow. As long as we're growing, that means we're prospering. That means we're doing better. Things are improving for us. And so that's why, again, uh, I had to bring that out. And also now, back to D.C., the, the impeachment process is still going on. Uh, the, the president is still right now. And personally, okay, just matter of fact, again, I think what he just did was was bombed Iran to be a distraction away from the impeachment. This is a major, major, major hit that he did. This is a, uh, similar to if somebody would come in and kill Vice President Pence. What would we do? What would the United States do? They'd be very, very, very upset. And everybody, if they kill the Pence, or if they kill somebody in, the, in our cabinet, the president's cabinet. So this is the equivalent, okay, to what just took place. And so right now, uh, according to uh, to uh, George Washington's professor uh, uh, this this past this past week, 
He said, when we, American realized it or not, we had just gone to war. We just declared war with Iran. When they killed, assassinated a top Iranian general. And I, and I said, and this wasn't a major violation or anything major took place. I mean, they were they started okay because we shot, uh, no, no, a, a, a contractor got killed. A contractor got killed, and we retaliated against them for that. And then they then they demonstrated outside, you know, the, no, no, the, the embassies over in Iraq. And so, then you do this. This is a major, 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 and unfortunate for the United States. We don't have a lot of friends that we used to if we go into war here with anybody. In years gone by, we had uh, uh, French and uh, uh, Germany and all these coming. George Bush went to war uh, with, with Iraq. He had a whole, 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 whole support group that he went to war with him. And now we find ourselves going to war all by ourselves. And that's not the half of it. Nobody like us, no way, no more in this world. And then on top of that, this whole thing could have been avoided if President Trump had not took us out of the peace treaty that everyone had around the world and Iran was a part of that, or for nuclear weapons. So again, this is, this is like I said, right now, when we are in uncharted waters, because now we sit back waiting for Iran to attack us. They already told us they're going to do it. Everybody believe that. And they honor this family right now with a funeral burial time. And they know that they, that they take this serious. And I don't blame them. We were taking this serious. And so right now, uh, we're going to see what's going to take place. And, and again, like I said, uh, not too good. And also, uh, also uh, uh, we... we uh, Maybe adding some more articles to the impeachment because now stuff is still coming out that the president did because another uh, federal uh, lawsuit that was had been filed to, to block some, uh, some people from talking passed on Friday. So there's more coming right now. And the bad part about this is that our president right now has to uh, come before Congress and the state of facts as to why he did what he did. And the bad part about it is nobody believed him. He's had over five, so many times right now, nobody believed him. So now you got to go back and convince the, the, the United States Congress that he did what he did was justified. And that's why right now people stay tuned because it's going to be very interesting what's about to take place. And also, uh, big prayers for Australia right now. Because they're going through a bad time over there right now. They got some serious flames. That's why Rev and I talk from time to time about our country being in serious trouble. We talking about some we talking about not flames like they had in California, you know, on, on just on you know on the on the coastline. We talking about the whole country, you know, and then uh, Australia. We got uh kangaroos, aqua I mean this is a serious, serious fire they got going down there. And at this point, they, how do you fight it? All you do is pray for some rain. And they, they give them the supplies of what they need to have done to, to kind of you know, deal with this. You know, and another big thing here, 
just come in this, this past year as, as, as Lou Cheney come in. Uh, in Illinois, well, in Illinois especially, close to St. Louis here, um, medical, uh, no, rec recreational marijuana has now been officially, and we're talking about here in St. Louis, there's a, a place right across from St. Louis called, I think it's Collegeville here, where they've been kind of, you know, kind of uh, putting on TV how many people have been standing in line around the blocks for the first three days. Now, not only has people not able to get it okay, but the state is now benefiting from the sale of marijuana. They've been taxed greatly for this product. Now, also here in Missouri, uh, in most places, okay, if you got went to like say went to Illinois and got you some marijuana, you would get in trouble as you cross the state line. But in, in the state of Missouri, our prosecutor attorney is not going to prosecute you for small amounts. And and in the meantime, here in Missouri. We are now okay now for medical marijuana. So again, this is one of those crops, okay, that's going to be a money maker. And now that it's become a money maker, people are going to start now making money off of it. So right now, that's a uh, thing to come. And also here in the uh, city of St. Louis, uh, we got out to a bad start, you know, in, uh, in the first uh, three days. We have had, uh, as of this morning, over eight people, been, eight homicides. And that don't count the people who got who got who got shot and who didn't die, because the Reverend Terry when he was the EMS, you know, the Red Eminence driver, everybody he picked up, a lot of them didn't live, but their lives had changed drastically. You know, handicapped the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? That got shot up, and cut, yes. cut off or something. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and that doesn't count the accidents. We had an accident was shown on TV where a man got killed. When he was doing a wheelie on his motorcycle and ran to back to back another car hmm. and killed himself, I mean, he he couldn't see down. He ran right into the back of a car, and that man right now is fighting for his life. So right now, the year 2020 is off to a bad start here in the state of Missouri. It's it's St. Louis, okay, you know, and and I say bad because one of the things that uh that we've been talking about for, for quite a while here since we came back is. The privatization of a St. Louis airport, a St. Louis land for St. Louis National Airport. Uh, it was a bad idea, but they finally stopped the idea. Now, this is the good part about government now. Now they got to come out and let us all know who did what, how they did it, and how much it was involved. Yes. And the facts are about to come out. One of the things for the last couple of years, a gentleman by the name Singfield, billionaire, has been paying eight hundred dollars, eight hundred thousand dollars, oh my God, a month for the last couple of years for consultants. And you said, why is that? Well, he was hoping that his group would have won the contract for privatization, and he would get his money back. Mm -hmm. But when they canceled the whole deal, I don't know. So right now, he doesn't lost all that money. So that's so quite sure he's an unhappy camp. <laughs> yeah. And other people who have spent money, okay, to get involved in that process. And so now those conversations are about to be had about who didn't do what. And it's called a sunshine law, you know, in Missouri, you know, they got other states where if any type of closed meeting or closed stuff behind closed doors, gotta come out and gotta be told. 
So right now, uh, we all, and I said we, not just myself, a lot of people in St. Louis area right now, I'm talking about big business owners. Matter of fact, uh, St. Louis County, uh, St. George County, uh, St. Clair County, all these you know, counties around St. Louis City are now saying, what, why, what, why? Mm-hmm. You know, explain us. And that doesn't include all the big businesses now who are now are saying, well, why were you going to do this this way? Why are you going to do it that way? And how was you going to benefit the money? And who did all that money go to? And now, you got to tell the people where the money went. Mm -hmm. And guess what? People are not happy about that. Yes. And also here in Missouri, uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, our governor. You know, and it's funny. You know how they, you know, they they have a thing, tax increment financing, which means that the government, the state, or even the uh, city uh, will give out free money, for lack of a better description, to the areas. Now it was a time that these folks been blighted areas. Now blighted means that it's terrible shape. I mean, there's nothing there. You know, and they got to come in to develop. You know, they need they need help. Well, right now they've been uh, blighting stuff in Frontenac, which is one of the richest counties in the, in the cities in the whole state of Missouri, in the, in the country, for that matter, because they changed the rules. So now uh, there's a big, big, big project out here in a place called Maryland Heights, where they want to build a shopping mall in some floodplains. Now, everybody knows that water, rain, raises outside it goes over the, the river you know river boundaries and stuff and floods well in the midwest here we've been trying to make the river stays in you know reshape the flow of the water and we've been losing that they built a hundred a 50 some year levee recently and already the rain the water overflowed that and now we have a, a thing of Highway 141, which is in Maryland Heights. And in this area right now, they're trying to, uh, to, to uh, make this land floodproof. And unfortunately, with the way the weather we have in nowadays, and the way things are taking place nowadays with the weather, who knows how much rain we're going to get? <laughs> Do we real? I nope. mean, I mean, because right now, the Mississippi River. It just flooded. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it wasn't supposed to flood. Mississippi River is a powerful river. It's a powerful river. And it took a lot of deaths in this in this uh, universe too. Well, not only not only that, okay, Rev, it, it's taking deaths. It's taking money. Yeah. That, that people you building inside of a floodplain, then all of a sudden it floods. That means that, uh, that, that you spent millions of dollars for your business. And this is the problem they have right now in some of these areas that they had told these people, okay, we're building you a hundred year levy, flood levy. But that means you're not gonna, this, this levy is going to withstand the water for the next hundred years before mm. it goes over this levy. Mm. And most of these levels were built in 1993 after wow. 1993 floods when we had all these floods. Yeah. And they had Chesterfield Valley, and so they said they built hundred-year levees and hundred-year flood levees, and some of those levees have already been run over. And now, to show you just how 
uh, global warming is over in uh, in uh, in over in uh, Vienna, where you go down the streets, you know they had these in 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 in, uh, in these in these gondolas. And, and and we go down these streets, you know, in, in gondolas, and you can see how how the water has now taken up, you know, the cities. And so now that shows you right now we can't control the flow of water, even in our country right now. So right. keep in mind, these are mere cities that we used to be known for. That where well, those cities right now, they got water up up, up inside the buildings and stuff. We can't say right now, we're trying to control nature. And don't work that way. Sure. Am I right, Chuck? You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, and, 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 and so right now, here in St. Louis, uh, they're trying to use some TIF money to create a, 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 flood, a flood, flood area that got flooded in 1993. They had built a levee that going to last 50-some years, 100-some years. And it just flooded recently. Now they're going to try to put some more money into it. And what I've seen it said to the government, the state of Missouri had been asked for a tip for money to do that. Well, the governor denied the tip. And so that city is now pissed off. Yeah. But it's not making sense, and I mean, you know, you, I know in KC up there, you know, you guys don't have a lot of, you got some rivers there, that blood. We have some low-lane areas, but completely different from, from what you face. and, and I have an objective view, you know, like from a part, because I have seen what I didn't think I was going to see, let's say, in the last 10, 15, 20 years, particularly as it relates to the Mississippi River. Thank you, sir. That Mississippi, you you know, we, we have a tendency to take, kind of take it for granted. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and when I saw how high it got in St. Louis, not to mention the... Like, you know that old saying about uh, when somebody gets a sniffle or a sneeze, somebody else is getting a pneumonia. Amen. Well, that Mississippi, that Mississippi is like that, and it flows on down towards uh, uh, tributaries, getting towards the Gulf of uh, Mexico, and yep. going through uh, Louisiana, and I think it's uh, Mississippi, Alabama. Boy, when that flood hit down there, it, it just took everything over. And see, Chuck, what people don't understand, okay, it's the Illinois River, it's the Missouri River, and all the rivers that contribute into that Mississippi River bags up. Right. Mm -hmm. And create problems in all those places. But you, you're talking about starting up in Minnesota. Yes. You know, or somewhere, and, and every every tributary, it's, it's, it's the river in our country. It is. You know, you can talk about the Rio Grande and, you know, Colorado River and all that out west. Mm -hmm. But uh, on this side, man, everything's flowing down the Mississippi. But that's just one example. When those farmers got flooded to the rain, it, it, it was just coming down from the sky. Yes. You know, and I'm not talking about just Missouri, I'm talking about uh, mm -hmm. uh, all through the Midwest. And that water had nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. you know, and then you've got another uh, contributing factor of all the concrete yes. that we've poured all over all over the country and our growth and development. That water has to run somewhere. Well, but see, you, you know, you're talking about a huge issue. 
But see, Chuck, those, those on the internet, they build a casino, okay? They raise a real. I, I gave an example a couple of years ago that if, if you got in a tub of water, you know, as a kid, and you put the toys in the tub with you, right? And if you put like a, 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 a beach ball in the tub, okay, the water gonna go over the side. And that's the that's same, right. same way as anytime you, you build a casino, anytime you build a dam someplace, every time you do anything in that river, from a raised river down the road, it, it got to go someplace. And we go someplace, I mean, it, it's, it's going, to, it's going to, to somebody else's uh, yard. And, and I was, we were talking here that they had built some 100 year levees, Chuck, in, in this area, in 50 year levees. And already they've been over flooded. And people right now are a little pissed off about it, <laughs> needless to say, because some people right now want to get some more money from the Office to build, to build a, uh, to build. I ain't laughing. It's kind of funny. You know, to, to, to build and try to get another floodplain. The government said no. We cannot keep on doing this. Why don't we move back from the river? Cause the river gonna take over. It's gonna take over what's it? What what it what belongs to it? You can't you can't you can't stop. Can't stop God. <laughs> no, you can't stop it. And, and so here's the other part of the story is that we get in denial, you know, denial of that. I mean, this talks about everything, but in denial that the times or the seasons or the um, climate is changing. Now, whether, you know, regardless of what the cause is, I don't think there's anybody that can debate. We're seeing a change or seeing differences. Mm -hmm. you now, we've been involved in the debate on whether there's such a thing as global warming or not. Mm -hmm. Some people are saying it's man-made, and other people are saying it's just the aging of the planet. And, you know, and it's probably true that all, all of them are, are correct. But uh, we have to, like, like what, what they did do in uh, New Orleans, for example, mm -hmm. they went back and built homes that were more resilient to the uh, uh, water table, to the, the levels, and the, uh, uh, you know, whether they put them on stilts or whether they're uh, building something that's hurricane, more hurricane or earthquake compliant, mm -hmm. uh, depending on where you are and your, and your location, we have, to, we have to adapt, we have to change things. Well, on all on all sides. I mean, I don't you know. I don't even see it as a debate. So anybody that wants to stay the same is kind of like a <laughs> chicken little or something. You know, mm -hmm. you, you 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 don't have to change if you don't want to. But if you really don't want to get caught up, you better at least stop on it all and and take uh, take heed of the the right on the wall. Well, but Chuck, you know, you know, we talking about the rivers. Okay, look at Australia right now. That is that is the dryness, you know, down there, and and, and, and we talking about the serious, we talking about the fires we have in California. That's you know that's a little on one state. That whole country is a, a flame right now, and, and and there's no answer for that. No, and, and they, I think they may have a harder time coming back from it than uh, we do here. Oh, there will, cause I mean, there you got uh, uh, kangaroos, you got. Uh, you, you got, uh, you got, I mean, you got whole, uh, you hold, uh, the wildlife is, is, is really, is really, is really, 
have the whole species, you know, just being wiped out, uh, like iguanas and you know, things like they have only to be grown in that country. And if the vegetation is, is destroyed, that means a long time for that, that can come back. That's right. You know, and, and also down there, there people on the beach. They got stuck on the people, stuck on the beach, and they could not get off the beach until until somebody came here. Well, you know, and then you know, add to it um, the earthquake or not, or volcano eruption. Oh my God! Yeah. Had, that was a that was an island off off uh, somewhere off Australia. Mm-hmm. But New Zealand, somewhere around there, and uh, that that and, and you know, and Hawaii keeps erupting. Yes. You know, there's there's volcanoes in Costa Rica. Uh, one of those, uh, I think, caused an earthquake maybe a few years ago. They're in the uh, earthquake uh, area. And all along, the are different things. These are all different signs that something's going on. You know, I mean, it, it, you know that's put uh, uh, vaguely. Something's going on. Yeah, something's going on. Something <laughs> serious is happening. Well, you know, Chuck, you know, Chuck, one of the things, though, and I think it's Indiana, where they have the gondolas going down the rivers, you know, in the middle of the city. The whole city is a flooded now. No, I mean, in fact, the fact they, they got bored inside of buildings up over 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 kneecaps. And and that's and like you just said, something going on. And in the name in the name of rent rising, there's something else rising. And you know, uh, they're talking about today with the uh, they're recognizing you know with football on TV and everything. They're talking about. Uh, saluting the uh, the player J.J. Watt and mm-hmm. you know how much they love him. Well, that, he, J.J. was one that did all he could do as a person, as an individual, on those repeating uh, flooding down in Houston. Mm-hmm. And Houston is a place where they, you know, and I think there's places in Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, where it just consistently floods. If you get so much rain or so much happening, it, you know, and that's that whole thing you're talking about with the title, the title, the deltas. Yeah, and the sea level. You know, see, that's another part of it too. You know, the Earth, the world is made up. The, our world is made up of uh, more water than it is anything else. And as that, uh, those uh, permafrost and that thermal glaciers, they, they, those things start to uh, melt. Mm-hmm. That's putting more water in there the, in, the, in, in the ocean. The glaciers, so the glaciers, rivers, rivers, you know, it's pushing back. A lot of these rivers uh, flow into the oceans, where the oceans are pushing back. They're putting more water back through the system. Wait, wait, you got it down there in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we, we, we've been doing um, some things with Suriname over this last decade, and they have okay, the Chuck, Amazon Chuck, River. Chuck, where is Suriname, if those don't know? I'm sorry. Sur- Suriname is the northeast quadrant of the southern continent. It is between um, Guyana, and it's bordered by... Um, uh, Brazil mm-hmm. on the south <laughs> and the Amazon River flows it flows up there mm-hmm. you know and a lot of it has to do with being below the equator right and things mm-hmm. you flow if you're north it flows down towards it if you're south it flows up towards it mm-hmm. and that uh, that uh, deforestation you know they're doing a lot of development they're uh, 
taking timber out of the Amazon and it's affecting the uh, amount of oxygen that's put back into the, the air and how it protects the earth and all, all this kind of scientific stuff that's going on that you, you know, there are those that believe in God, got something a hand in it, and then you can say, okay, yeah, it's God, but you can connect dots mm-hmm. on every time we take out so much more uh, of the forest and not compensate or not balance it, mm-hmm. whether it's wildlife or whether it's the, uh, 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 I forgot how to call it, when, when a plant gives off oxygen and puts it back, and then they uh, also hold the soil uh, together. Mm-hmm. But it provides, you know, it's part of the ecology system where it provides uh, food, nutrients, things that, whether it's an insect or a plant, that ultimately affects an animal, that, it, that ultimately affects humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's a lot of, uh, it's, it's happening on the whole planet, I guess is what I'm really saying. Yes, sir. You know, also, it's, it's going around. And, and I'm going to tell you, I, I, I feel for, how many, you know, it's going to happen again, but we, gonna, we keep seeing Missouri farmers, we're seeing um, whether it's the, the changing of uh, how, like the banks, man, just down there in St. Louis, they put all those businesses down there on the river based on hundred years worth of how high does water go or how rare is it go above a certain level, whatever. We're like saying tested regularly. Well, well, right now, that's what we were saying. Some of those, some of those levees have already been breached already, and 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 and, and now. It's trying to decide should they just let nature have its way as a, trying to fight with nature. And by the way, down in New Orleans and down in Texas, the, 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 those cities right now are going into the ocean, like in Florida. And in Alabama, places like that, the, the, the water, the land is being washed away. And they're going it's to, being re- yeah, it's being it's being reclaimed. Well, right, it's being, it's being reclaimed. Okay, yeah. it's being reclaimed like in New Orleans. You know, they go ever so they go down every year, and they're trying to figure out right now how they can put walls around that so they can prevent that. And the same thing is taking place down in Texas also. The same thing because there's been you no know, the you no know, the the land has been washed up, like been reclaimed. You know, you know, and that's another thing that. Uh, this is all saying one thing, Chuck, and real sitting right next to me, we said eight million men. Something ain't right in the world, what we watching here. There's something going on, and they just, they just, you and I having this conversation. Yeah. There are some serious things well, taking place. You, you, now you're just a mouthful. You're more than a mouthful. You said, now you really, because we can talk about it. And ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, it comes back to the man in the mirror. You know, each each person individually look at it, and uh, well, anyway, I, I gotta. I'm trying. I'm just trying to try stay within a, a point because I, I've been wondering. Come on, bring it on, Sean. Let's say, Come on, bring I've it been on. wondering. I've been wondering about the audience that we're speaking to right here and now. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of people are listening, and what is their life like, and what is their plight uh, 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 about? Because I've, I've detached myself from being uh, a, a category. Okay. You know, and I'm watching the news and TV is, you know, lesser and lesser, but I'm wondering, you know, 
how many people are similar to like, okay, jump to the left, or be emotional about this, or jump to the right, and, and have this opinion, or whatever, and then you get moved around so much that you stop and say, well, wait a minute, all they got to do is jumping up and down, and, and I'm back and forth, and it doesn't get any better, or there's no, you know, what's the, what's the product of it all? You know, and I, I'm trying not to go there, but I'm gonna have to go there oh. because we we got something. Right. Okay, so are we going to war? You know, or not, or what? You know, and then what's your opinion about it? So with this thing that happened uh, this week with them striking and getting the uh, second second in command in uh, Iran, mm-hmm. and this guy, you know, he's a bad guy. But then to have these opinions of good or bad or indifferent or what's going to happen now and all the implications of it, you know, I'm wondering where, you know, what, 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 what do people have to go on in terms of knowing, you know, should you feel safe or is it, should you be concerned or what's going on? Well, some of the facts are that it's been going on. It's the same thing that's been happening. You know, and it's not necessarily new. So the same thing with our infrastructure, because really what we're not hearing in this, in, in this back to the climate thing for a minute in the water, we're not hearing from the Army Corps engineers. Nope. Or we're not hearing from scientists like that. You know, we're hearing the political uh, uh, viewpoint or solution. Wait, wait, or can wait. we get more money and go do this? Well, you so, know? Well, so let me say this to you, okay? In the rivers, okay, we were hearing from the uh, Corps engineers because, but, but having said that, they're being silenced, okay, because... Yeah, they're being silenced, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're being silenced, okay, because right here in Missouri, the rivers right now have an option right now. They can have recreational use, which is, which is the water stand up from the people up, up river, or they can be flooded to the farmers, and so the farmers are losing right now. So it's been a, it's been a fight going back now that you don't hear about a lot between all the states that that, that border the rivers right now and the senators that are right now saying well the Corps engineers are telling us that we that we're doing this all wrong why do we keep doing it the wrong way and nobody listens to them. that's what the problem and that and that is what I'm saying let's let's hear from more from the scientific approach or and the solutions for it. Which you know, and stop trying to say that, that's how that's what happened down there uh, to the poor folks in, in Louisiana. I know. In New Orleans. I know. Nobody wanted to listen, and they kept saying, "Well, you know, that's down there in that, that poor district." And nobody cares. Or they don't have the, cl- the clout, or they don't have the leverage. You know, or, or you know, we're not going to put that money over there like that. Well, hell, they were working on off of uh, what. <laughs> Yes, they were. You know, and those levees, man, come on now. That's, that's like seeing the beach. It you was. go to bed one night, wake up the next day, and the beach is all completely different. It was. Now, Chuck, let me change something right quick so we're getting out of time here. And I want to talk about this. You know, you touched on about about Iran. Uh, and let me put it out here. The gentleman that got killed, I call him a because, you know, whatever you want to call him. President, uh, Bush knew about this man, Obama knew about this man, and if 
he's number two, just like somebody in our country, like our first president got killed. We would retaliate big time against him. Mr. Folks. Yes, sir. This has been going on. Thank you. Who knows how long have we been talking about Iran and their nuclear threat? Mm-hmm. And now you got them talking. I mean, this is this is this is a classic. And, and I'm gonna dumb it down just a little bit for me. Okay. This is the classic case of the tail trying to wag the dog. Thank you. You know, this is a little country. And we have done things, and this, uh, evidently, you know, evidently, I, don't, I ain't trying to have a whole lot of opinion or what, but evidently, <laughs> we didn't shut their nuclear situation down tough enough that uh, now they're threatening to shoot uh, some nuclear missiles from over there. Well, wait a minute, Chuck. Don't let me get now. The first thing that Donald Trump did was cancel the treaty with the whole world that included Iran. He pulled us out of that whole treaty. And so that's why now there are no countries coming to our aid right now. Because they are all on the side of Iran. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, 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 I'm not totally against, uh, well, I'm not really be honest with you, I, we don't have all the details really. Oh, I know. But I, we do, waiting. I do know, I do know that there was a lot of the uh, military and strategic planning uh, folks that were concerned about the agreement we made with uh, Iran with President uh, Obama. Mm-hmm. And that essentially said, well, if you guys behave nicely, uh, you know we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna squeeze you and shut you down. Mm-hmm. So let's not. Let's, I I don't I can't debate that. I I, I look more at the facts. Where okay. are we now? And what's the situation? Mm-hmm. And the situation really is that they have, and I think it's pretty confirmed. But this this guy, even though he was a military number two leader in the country, he was the new real. Truly, he's the new real uh, Bin Laden. And, and and by that I mean he has a whole country, a whole military, but they are were using terror groups as chess pieces on a on a board mm-hmm. and supporting certain things and death to America and all like that. But in the meantime, they were pushing their agenda. So they talking a whole lot of talk and they doing things. And let me tell you something: when they when those see that's the other thing. Media, I can't take fault with our media too. They said those were people upset about some some previous strike or something that were protesting attacking the, the embassy. That's not true. No, those were those were professionals. Mm-hmm. Those there weren't no people out there. And then after the man died, who were the people that were partying in the street that were happy? See, that was in uh, Iraq, and the people that are doing it are from Iran. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this, so you say you gotta go and go. Hmm, what's that mean? Yes, we do. Well, then they're trying to take over some other. They, they're trying to take um, Islam mm-hmm. over, and then you had a little bit of a guy uh, in Saudi Arabia, the prince. He decided he gonna he gonna do what he want to do, <laughs> and they said, "No, nah, wait a minute, son. You could be take a, take a seat somewhere, pause, mm-hmm. think about it, because you don't have a military unless we give it to you or yes. we provide it for you." You know, it's a bunch of countries like that. And then you've got the devil, the devil in it that says, 
well, let's just lay back and let them all fight each other. China, Russia, everybody, they happy to see somebody else giving us the blues mm -hmm. or giving us a problem. Mm -hmm. when, when they said they went out and they said, you know what, we're not going to play this game anymore. We know where you are and you're going to keep talking. You're going to keep talking and talking and say, okay, when you did that and you burned, you start, tried to burn down and pretend like it was a theater. You know, and, and whatever, do you know what, when, when he called the 82nd Airborne in there, it, that was a signal around the world, this ain't no joke. Oh. I ain't no diplomat, I ain't trying to play that game no more, and if, you, if you're if feeling froggy, then go ahead and jump, because I'm ready to, to, the buck stops here, I'm ready to end this thing, mm -hmm. this game. Now you can have whatever uh, uh, opinion about that, however, and let me tell you one thing right now. Let those guys go ahead. I, I'm, I'm almost certain that there's such a knucklehead about it, talk about the Iranian side. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to do something. In the meantime, you've got all the, I call them town criers, people that are wolf, selling wolf tickets, mm -hmm. whether they're a terrorist group or whether they're this or that. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and, and, and so you got the government side, which is, which is what, uh, I think his name is Soleimani, what he represented was saying, you know, I'm, I'm the top military uh, leader in this country. I'm I'm number two to everybody except the the Ayatollah, the the, the they call him a pr uh, prime minister or something. But you know, it's really the religious guys that are in charge. And so they're saying, yeah, okay, we're gonna do that. We're gonna push them, we're gonna test them because Americans don't do it. They'll they'll take a killing of an ambassador. And sit there and, and then spin it in the media, whether who did it or what, or they, they didn't mean it, and this, this, we oh we just made a mistake and all that. These guys now are saying, you know, we're not having that. So what I what I think now, I think I think if you look at the individuals there and, and you go by human behavior, I think they have to retaliate. They do. They think they got to to save face. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. When Trump, when Trump got up there and he said, "Oh, if they do, it's okay." Or you know, somebody asked about going to war. He said, "Oh, it'll be a short war." They already got it planned out. They already got this thing. It's already been through the computers, through the war college, all that kind of stuff. It's already planned out. They get ready to destroy that country. They're going to shut it down. And all they got to do that is destroy their oil uh, industry. And those are bombs, and there may not even be some people that get hurt or anything in it. Once they shut that down, the money's cut off. Mm -hmm. Then they lay back, and then they sit back and say, so, okay, so now what you going to do? And that's when they're uh, beholding to China or Russia. You know, I don't even think North Korea can help them. No, no, you know, no, no, North, no, North Korea, I think right now, Kentucky is here. He's gonna tuck his head. He's gonna try to stay low. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He, he let me tell you, he got an agenda. He wanna come into the he wanna come into the rest of the world. But he ain't ready to come in yet, though. Well, he's trying to he's trying right. to get the deal the way he wants it. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get everything the way he wants it. Uh, and and you know, it, let me tell you, well, we're going on a whole bunch of different stuff. But the main thing I want to tell people, or or uh, uh, invite the discussion is that probably we're going to have a, a escalation mm -hmm. of our military activities that were in that region, in that section. But we already had, we were trying to bring people home. We were, oh, trying, yeah. we were trying to, trying to tiptoe.
go on out and leave a, a facade there like we're still in this house. But really, the house was just, you know, it's just some real estate we had and we still got it. But, you know, it's not it's not percolating like it once was. And so I think that, that it's going to have to, they're going to have to retaliate and then there's going to be a button or something pushed. I'm not saying nuclear type uh, thing, but I'm saying they're going to go ahead and really hurt hurt that country. They're going to they're going to smack this guy in a way that he may not. They may he, he they're going to have to get a new president, a new a new a re, re, uh, rebuild their country. You know, and so yeah, we should be afraid because now there is a terrorist type of uh, thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're all on we're on uh, edge. We're on uh, high alert. But they had a hit list. They had a hit list that was getting ready to go. This wasn't just I'm mad and we're gonna we're gonna get this guy. We're like saying, wait, but so what are we gonna do? we're gonna sit and wait? We're gonna start killing diplomats? They got a they had a hit list and there was somehow I that's see that's the other, other joke about all this. They right in there with them. The CIA or whoever the informants are, they sitting right there handing out the paperwork, telling he's over here, he's right next to me right now. They knew exactly where he was. They knew exactly what he was doing. They even got the list with the names on it. But who can we get, get assassinated? That's called and that's heaven, called. Forbid, heaven forbid the president's name's on it because he pushed the button like, you only got to tell me twice. You'll threaten me like that, and you're who you are in the position you are. So where's it going? I'm gonna tell you, I, 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 I'm concerned in that. Could it start a war? Well, yeah, but I, we were already at. You know, in some in a war, you could go by the dictionary, you could go by the uh, federal government terms or the Constitution terms, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you declare war or all like that. Man, this thing's been going on like this for a while. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. It, we, we've been at a, 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 a war since since Iraq. Be honest with you, that never has, that never was settled. Yeah, we came home and you know and whatever it was they left it in a certain way. Well, that if you study history, you'll see that's the history of Afghanistan mm-hmm. for maybe thousands of years. Mm-hmm. You, people don't go in there and hold it. They go in and fight them, and then they retreat. You know, it's kind of like guerrilla warfare or something. They'll go back up in the caves. Right. And wait you out. It might be ten years, twenty years. The Russians threw everything they had at it. Then they gave up. They could, and, yeah, they had it. They said, "Okay, at some point, you know, we just can't call it a day." And they did. And, and go home. You know. So I think this time there's going to be an economic challenge, uh, a balance to it. Well, I so yeah, some some people, you know, they're probably going to uh, have some terroristic type bombs or something go off or suicide, this and that. Uh, but eventually, and, and you know, and that's where that's when we start getting affected. We start talking about collateral damage, or that's the cost of uh, doing what you got to do, and all that kind of thing. That's that that concerns me uh, more. And had our government, our, our representation, maybe cooperated amongst each other a little bit more, you know, maybe we would come up with better diplomatic solutions. So that's where you and I on the same page and, and I say that because our governments you know we, we you know uh, as much as you know we have a, a, a should have a, a common goal I should say and that's where we run into a problem is because uh, the fact of the matter is that we never we, we should never have fin- unfinished a war that we started and said we had finished the war and it wasn't, it wasn't finished 
and it has to be finished. And that's what we see is a continuation is what got us where we are now. And, and so let me ask you this. What, what, do you, what, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I, I, I think that uh, the United States uh, will be uh, not not attacked in the way we, uh, you know, it would be a cyber attack, not, you know, like a regular warfare like we're accustomed to. It will be some type of retaliation, uh, you know, but uh, to me, I think it would be more cyber or something along those lines. Infrastructure. In the infrastructure, no, no, I want to say about the infrastructure real because they got, they, they, uh, uh, they could probably, you know, to do something well in, uh, along terrorist line of killing people individually, but not just blowing up a whole city or nothing like that. It, it'll be a, no kind of... Biological. Hmm? Biological. Well, that one said, there's other type of chemical warfare, a whole lot of ways they can go to war nowadays. Than they do, than they would do, other than doing it, like you know, blow up a whole city, a whole town. Yeah. The definitely saying that there's so many options that they have right now to, to fight with us, and that, that and that's why you know even now we we are vulnerable when it comes to our our last election or how we were you know we was hacked the election and stuff. And right now, Chuck, as you and I both know, you got cities right now like New Orleans just in a pan to get a city unhacked. You know what I mean? They just went on pay the people, you know, to, you know, to get unhacked. So I'm saying, so there are a lot of ways we're vulnerable that we that we had not been in the past, whether they're doing something, you know, blowing up something. And that's what my, that's my concern. Well, you know the, uh, I, but yeah, you, but you, you now now we get to the real talk. Mm-hmm. So 9/11 happened mm-hmm. because. Since it had never happened, we didn't pay that much attention to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to that type of uh, of an attack. Mm-hmm. And one thing that that these particular people and and, and they're they're expecting it, preparing for it. There's going to be there's without a doubt this level of cyber uh, mm-hmm. activity. You know, part of it, the beginning is just penetrating the systems. Right. And the second part of it is figuring out what we're going to do. And the third part is execute. Right, right, right. And with the election coming up and all these people, so now you've got, you know, whether it's the Russians, the Koreans, the Chinese, and now you put these, these Iranians in there, mm-hmm. they're the type, uh, the top cyber terrorists anyway. That's and they've got, and they've been in our system for a long time. Thank so you. when you're talking about, when Rev's talking about infrastructure, they got, they got, they, they know, I mean, they had it down to the point, and I, you've probably seen this on the news. So if, a third, six, listen, I, I'm being a little bit facetious, but if a sixth grade hacker can get into your Alexis uh, 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 or your uh, home thing where you're talking to it and you're connected to the internet on your TV. and they just show it on the news, on your how TV. people were talking to, uh, you know, some hackers got in there and starts talking to your kid and they got a camera mm-hmm. and they're in your, uh, you know, the doorbell camera where they're hacking into the systems. They got well, they into all that. Mm-hmm. That's, on average, a sophisticated guy is all about a nuclear power system. Mm-hmm. You know, and what else, you know, is there? So whether it's uh, a military grade or whether it's a uh, power unit or whatever, and, you know, there have been some movies made about how you can totally almost bankrupt the country right. and invest with the, the bank and the power uh-huh. and whatever else that triggers off of that. That's and so, I don't know if you noticed it, but this last week, man, gold shot way up. 
Mm-hmm. Gold went way up. And so the financial piece, uh, uh, pundits are, are saying, you know, that's the safe haven. Always, that's where always the world is. goes with your money when you, when, you, when you know, like, you better take shelter. Always is. And so with gold shooting up, there, the, the power players, people that know, people with, I'm talking about hundreds of billions of dollars, a whole country. Mm-hmm. This is safe haven. They're buckling down because they know what's getting ready to jump off. Well, it's Chuck, getting ready to happen. Well, Chuck, guess and, what? And it could go, it could go, it could go, it could go bizarro. Like what the Reverend saying, we're not, we're not expecting the bridges or, or our primary infrastructure to be affected, mm-hmm. but it, it's easy to do if you can get in a power, a power system. They control it. They call out all your telephones, shut them down, shut down all your computers for your city. All that. I mean, you know, we may not have anybody pointing a gun at us before. Let 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 us not have any heat. Thank you. Thank and, you. and then your phone not work, or your or your news is cut all, off. All your we tra- don't know what. Chuck, all your all your traffic lights in the whole country go haywire. It's gonna be it. Yeah, the lights won't. I mean, life would be. It'd be that's more impactful that's on the average Joe mm-hmm. than if they do go to war. That's my point. That's what that's, 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 that's what I'm saying take place. But anyway, Chuck, on that note, we gotta conclude this. We went over a little bit here, but uh but uh, we uh had to get all this in today because we had a good time here and we we haven't we are back, Chuck. We we tuned right now on internet radio. We we do, all that we're doing today is being done by computer. We are truly, truly, truly right now. And by the way, this whole program is being recorded. And so was last week. So now we're trying to figure out about how we get put, get it put into the podcast. We can you can hear the whole program. Man, that's fantastic! Congratulations on the perseverance bringing back. Uh, I hope that we get feedback from our audience. Because oh, we will. I'm here. I'm here to serve, uh, uh, and I want to find out what people want to know about or to talk about and make it, you know, valuable to show appreciation for the time and effort uh, that they people take out of their lives to even hear what we talk about. Well, you know, we know people listen. We get, we're doing this stuff by Facebook, so we so right now we, 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 are, we are part of the future. And we're taking, the, taking it around the world. But anyway, love you, brother. Life is good. Uh, give the family my best. And again, uh, but lady, have a birthday to you. Thank you, and uh, same to everyone there. Rev, good to hear your voice again, and to feel you. Uh, love y'all. You Take too, Chuck. Okay. I'll be buying them up, you, Chuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay, take care, okay. brother. We we talking. Love it. Right. Life is good. Okay. Well, you've been listening to Frickin' USA Hot Talk Radio. My name is Al Fulton. Reverend, out of loud, Reverend. What time at church on tomorrow morning? They can come to church. Our service started at 11, 11, uh, 11 o'clock. And the address? 5547 Lillian. 5547 Lillian. 5547 Lillian. St. Louis, Missouri, 63120. And then the Walnut Park area? Right, Walnut Park between Genevieve and Beacon on Lillian. Well, I thank you so much. Ask Mr. Google if he can give you that location. There we go. There we go. On that note, life is good. Thank you, Brother Scott, again for doing what he's doing. And we will talk to you next week, 1 o'clock, Central Standard Time. My name is Ira Folk. That'll be my birthday also.
Love you, love you, and life is good. Okay, stop. let me see, stop. Okay, that's done there.